Don't be complacent. Just because you still have money and savings right now, that doesn't mean you will always have money and savings for the next few months and the next few years. So you always have to be vigilant and smart in the way that you handle your finances, pandemic or not. Funny thing is, okay, I was reading an article yesterday. Let's start it out this way. Um, I was reading an article where it was trying, I think it was on Vox, where they were trying to end the question, how are you doing in quarantine? Because obviously nobody is doing good. Uh, obviously, we all have our problems with the things that are happening right now, and we're dealing with it in our own little way. So they were trying to change it. They were like, okay, why don't we just say vibe check? So we could just like, okay, how's your vibe today? Like, how are you doing? So Joyce, vibe check. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, but but okay, think about it this way. Whenever somebody asks you, how are you doing? Doesn't it always feel like you have to lie no. Like there's, oh, I always feel like there's, because I always need to like tell other people like, no, I'm fine. Like Wait. there's no problem with me whatsoever. But here's the thing. The term or the phrase vibe check could only be smooth and and would make sense if it came from somebody like you. If it came from Ronald Fernandez, my, my RM slash one of my best friends. And she goes, hi, be, vibe check naman tayo, Jennifer. Vibe, vibe check vibe naman. Check. <laughs> What are you talking? About? Should I check my Viber? Is that is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> we got that out of the way. Now let's get down to some real conversation. And with that, let's hand the reins over to the person that can actually do it, <laughs> Joy Spring, with our topic for today. So the other day, my husband and I were talking about ways on how we could save up money while we were in quarantine. Now, I know this was a big topic on Twitter and social media. Your Miralco bill probably came in this month and you were blown out of your breath thinking oh, to yourself, God. did I really spend that much electricity in the past two months? Ours, for example, it doubled and then some. And so it was really, really difficult. Wow. Yeah. So so my husband and I, we sat down and we were like, okay, okay, be. what can we do to actually save up money and be able to handle our finances in a smart way um, during this quarantine period? And I suggested one thing that I felt like was very, very smart. And I told him, Bart, okay. because one of the reasons why our Meralco bill is super taas is because of our washing machines. Like our washing machines and our dryers. Ah, would, nice. And we probably have it running for around three hours in a day, maybe like twice a week because of how much clothes we were using. And I told him, how about this? Why don't we keep all of the clothes that we usually use for outside and just pick seven sets of clothes, maybe double that, 14 sets of clothes that we'll be using for the rest of this quarantine. One is for sleeping, and then the other one we change into when you have to go about our day, do the office work, and, and work on digital. So that, one, we have a uniform a la Mark Zuckerberg, 
And uh-huh. two, we'll save up on a lot of money because of not using electricity and not having to pick out the clothes and, you know, feeling bad because you don't have new clothes to actually use for work. So I was like, this is actually a great conversation. This is the kind of thing that we have to start thinking about. So I asked our group in Shot of Sanity SOS podcast group on Facebook, like, what are the smart ways that they're trying to handle money and spend money and save money these days. For example, what we do here in Casa Trevino is we go to SNR Landers and we bulk buy, and this is not a sponsored post, but send the check, SNR and Landers. Yes. Send, send, the, send check. the check. So what we do is all the, I guess, non-perishables or yung mga canned goods or things that would last yes. for until next year. We, we don't really bulk buy, but we, we kind of buy as much as we can without being greedy and, and keep it at mm-hmm. home. So we have a couple of stocks of pasta and, and rice and canned goods and soap. So things like that that we know won't expire until next year or two years from now. That's one. And then every two weeks, that's when we buy frozen goods. So I personally can taste the difference between beef that's been, you know, just taken right out of the grocery and beef that's been in the refrigerator for three weeks so I can't really bulk buy a lot of beef and it won't fit in our in, in our ref so what I do is every two weeks that's when I buy vegetables and beef in the grocery near our house everything else mm-hmm. I, I buy in the big SNR but we do that all in one day so that's one thing that you can yes. do but Erin Tide makes a great point in saying that not all financial advices that apply to other people can also apply to you. But one of the things that I personally have learned in the past couple of weeks that you have to be wary of and you have to really watch is your spending in online shopping. Yes. Because now that we, you know, you're probably one of those responsible citizens if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, thank God. <laughs> thank God. And, and you're, you're thinking to yourself, you know, I need to be responsible. I need to buy my supplies online when I can and just have it delivered. And that's what I've been doing. I've been buying from local shops, from, from local businesses. I've also been buying using e-commerce for other necessities in the house. And what I did not notice, ladies and gentlemen, is that I've been spending way too much money on things that I seemed like I needed, but eventually turned out to be something that I just wanted and would only use for once or twice and then eventually get rid of. Very interesting. And and you know you know me. I'm one of the most frugal persons I know. Like I, yes, I save are. a lot of money, but I did realize that online shopping could really trap you into this place of you don't even realize how much money you're spending because you're konti konti lang, diba? You're, you're, you're buying from different shops and then it all just gets delivered to you. And then when you do the accounting afterwards, you're spending so much money. So be wary of that. Now, I've, I've done due diligence and asked people from our group to actually send in their own um, ideas and their own practices on saving money during the ECQ. Would you like to read some of them parts? Sure. Uh, let's start out with Patricia. And uh, Ian will... We'll come in later and it's pretty much, they, they echo each other. And Patricia says, uh, consider the important and urgent need. Pag important but not urgent, hold na lang muna. Mas lalo ng hold na lang muna pag not important and not urgent. So yeah, you need to know, is it functional? Is it something that can make my life easier? And something that is, it's something that I need to have at this point instead of, you know, do you believe at this point that aesthetic is not something that we should be looking into, though? 
because that doesn't necessarily follow fall into the need, but it's for some people important. Yeah, I think it it really depends. You know, I always I'm an advocate for for taking care of yourself and and doing things that will be good for your body. That's that some people might look at as vanity or just you know indulgence, but in reality, it helps with you physiologically and mentally and spiritually. So for me, if buying beauty products and it's not out of your budget. It's always about budgeting. It's always about setting boundaries for yourself and acknowledging the fact that, okay, if I still have this nice tube of moisturizer, it's not yet expired, I'm going to finish until, I'm going to let this finish before I buy and try the new one that Joy Spring posted on her Instagram. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right? So, send the send check. check. <laughs> so, I, I always think that it might not be, and as you mentioned earlier, it might not be necessary for other people, but for you, it is. Right? Yes, so you have to kind of exactly. be the judge of that. Uh, coming from Ian, he goes, set and stick with your priorities and the rest will follow. Also, I learned from my parents that don't use money from direct income yes. para sa mga luho sa buhay. Find some side hustles para hindi affected yung priorities mo. See, that is where I completely agree. One thing that I did with the start of the the lockdown was I, I sat down at my computer I opened my my uh, Google spread, whatever it's called, because I, again, I'm so cheap, I don't want to buy Microsoft Excel. <laughs> uh, so I needed to go with the free one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mapped out how much money I had. Um, I mapped out how much money I am going to spend in the month. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, I'm only going to spend, let's say... Uh, like including electricity and all that, let's say 10,000 pesos. And I mapped out to see how long that that would take me. And I tried to see, okay, if I, if this goes on for a year, how, how much money would I need? And the one thing that it turned out to be was I did not reach the amount of money that I was supposed to be spending. Mm-hmm. So in essence, I was actually saving money from the money that I was supposed to be living off mm-hmm. of. And then with, so for instance, so like on my Excel file, I was like, okay, I was able, I was supposed to only spend 10,000 this month or like 8,000 this month. And I only, only end up, ended up spending five, the 2000 or like the 3000 that I saved. That's when I said, okay, I feel like splurging a little bit on buying some food that I was missing. So I'm going to get, I'm going to have some food delivered. Mm-hmm. That's when I started to think, okay, if I can manage my money despite not having income at this point and I can still have a little bit saved over, I'm doing this right. Now, if you still have a job right now and you still have solid income and you let's say it's even 50% of the income that you were making before, Mm -hmm. I suggest that you still continuously do the same thing. If your income is going down, try and bring down your your expected uh, expense and if you go under that, that is where you realize, okay, I can spend a little bit more. I can maybe get another subscription for like a, like another show or something like that. And you can feel like you're treating yourself despite the situation. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, one of the things that I've been practicing ever since I started earning money is to pay myself first. It's something that I read yes. from a book called Automatic Millionaire. And um, what what he does is kind of like, uh, the different side naman of your saving saving up money. So in Automatic Millionaire, it says that to pay yourself first, 15% of whatever you earn goes straight to your savings account. 
And then eventually you'll start budgeting. Because he's saying that if you leave the savings at the end of your finances, it might be harder for a lot of people. Like for you, parts it might be easy because you're disciplined with your finances. Exactly. Yeah. But for some people, it's actually very hard. And now that we're going through this pandemic, you have to be smarter and kind of adjust to the natural setting of your character. If you're the type of person that likes to splurge and to buy things for yourself or even to buy good food because it's the only way that you kind of soothe and comfort yourself during this time, what I would suggest is anytime that money comes in, set aside already 30%, 20% of that money into your savings if, for example, things just go bad in the future. Whatever 70% or 80% that is left, then you could start budgeting it. But at least out of everything that you've earned, sure ka na meron ka nang na-save, right? Um, yeah. I love also that some people here are, are are kind of saying the same things that we're saying parts. Like Jella says, number one is delayed gratification. If you don't need it, you don't have to get it uh, get it in an instant. Learn how to manage the urge of impulsive buying. Basically, discipline yourself. Number two, she says, save, save, and save. My dad always told me to save. Saving in the long run will be your best decision ever. Right now, our savings has helped us big time to pay for the bills and other necessary expenses because of the pandemic. So it's really good. It's a really good idea to start saving even during the, the pandemic. Um, what's actually, uh, put in a, a really good suggestion also, which is, uh, he says, I think it's important to have bank accounts with intended purposes. Yes. Which is what we also do. Uh, one of the things that I yes. read before is don't put all your eggs in one basket. That also applies to your talents, your time, and of course, your money. You have to have one, a bank where you only deposit money for your savings. You shall not withdraw m- money from there. The second one is a payroll account where part of your disposable income is. It's an amount of money available to be spent on your needs. And the third is it also helps to open an account for your dream. It helps you track how much you're saving up solely for that dream vis-a-vis mixing it with your savings account. Kinda. I like that. I, I, I completely agree with every, with everyone's input. But again, if the situation is that you don't have income right now, let, let's say it, it's, it's the most dire of situations parts. What advice would you give somebody that is already running out of savings because of how long that this is going on? Uh, they don't have a solid income, especially for a lot of freelancers that are uh, right now up in arms mm-hmm. really online because they don't know if they're ever going to be having uh, a job or, or any work anytime soon. What would you tell them? Okay, so I'd say for some people who still have a bit of money saved up and they have a skill set that they know they could eventually expand and earn money from i say invest in things that you know could help you build a small business or a side hustle that will help you earn money for example if you're a good cook right we were talking about this yesterday if you're a good cook or if you're a if you're a baker or even if you're let's say you're an artist right start buying things that could help you create more more things that you could sell online or start investing in Facebook ads or even start investing in connecting with people who you know are interested in the things that you create and are capable of giving. That's one. Second one is look at, look at your skill set. Just really look at your skill set and see what are the needs right now of the market that I could actually cater to. Now we see that a lot of, um, 
a lot of parents have their children at home and they don't really, most of them haven't even done homeschooling, right? So if you're the kind of person that's very good at teaching and you're interested in teaching and, and the academics, why don't you try to apply for online jobs for tutoring, even to, to, to teach a language? For example, I have a friend who started uh, tutoring Korean students to start learning how to speak English. All of these things are available online or even just within the community of your condominium or your village. My advice would always be to be as frugal as possible and save as much as you can and look at things in your life that you could actually forego. For example, if you're paying even just 200 pesos for a subscription every month, that 200 pesos, when you compound that, it's the latte effect, right? It's one latte, 160 yes. pesos, but you compound that for the next couple of months and years, it'll be thousands of pesos. So try to get rid and forego of things that you no longer need and are not necessary in your life anymore. That's one. Second, look around your house. What are the things that you could actually sell? There are a lot of things lying around in your house, like maybe an old camera, old clothes that you could either sell or or donate to other people. Just go on ahead and sell that so that you have money incoming for you. And one of one other thing is what a lot of people on this thread uh, are saying. They said, like Darlene, she says, adapt the minimalistic approach. Yes. So be yes, minimalist about your life. If if you don't need it, if it's not a necessity, if it's not a priority, if you can survive without it, don't get it. The one thing that I think I learned uh, about this whole quarantine, it really showed me that, I mean, it's always good to have, I mean, to, to always dream of making like a, a you know, boatload of money and have that kind of uh, security and all mm -hmm. that. But what it really showed me now is, you know, if I just want to live and I want to live to be able to be comfortable until tomorrow, I'm not really, it's not as expensive as I honestly thought it was. Yeah. Uh, I have friends right now um, who, he was a freelancer. He, you know, slowly was running out of, of, of savings and funds and he just started selling like he I think it was his Lola that had a, a recipe or something like that. And it really humbled him because he just realized like, you know, everything that I was chasing before in terms of chasing checks and and, you know, trying to make ends meet that I thought that that was how much money it needed for my ends to meet. My ends weren't that far apart. I can live comfortably with you know, not as much income as I used to, but at least some income at this mm -hmm. point. So all he did was he just started making something that his his Lola used to make, sold it in his condominium. And now he's, you know, he knows where his next meal is going to come from, whether it's him cooking the same meal over and over again, yeah. or, you know, he's going to be able to make it somewhere else. Mm -hmm. um, the, the father of innovation is necessity. So if you are coming towards your end and you need to make ends meet, I honestly believe that that is a time that you will be hit with this great idea that you're going to be able to be okay. Mm -hmm. I know sometimes it might feel like it's it's a little too much, but when your back's against the wall, that's when you perform the best sometimes. That's right. Um, I love also um, some of the suggestions of our listeners here, like Catherine Bartz. She says, uh, use what you currently have first. Uh, some of the listeners also were saying that, you know, if you're craving for something, just like you said, instead of buying that online, just tr try to cook it. Tr 
try to cook it for yourself. Yeah. Try to learn yeah. how to make that dish for yourself. And Catherine goes on and says, I-check muna ang ref. Baka may mga natabunan pa na nasa pinakalikuran ng freezer, same sa pantry shelves, which happens to a lot of us. If you're not super organized, maybe the, the, the food or the things that you thought you needed were just sitting at the back of your shelf. Uh, what you can do is ilabas lahat, then create a meal plan na magagamit ang mga nahalungkat instead of thinking and buying what you thought you need hanggang ma-expire na lang yung mga hindi madalas makita. Be realistic sa pag-add to cart. Delay online purchases of items you won't use until quarantine is lifted. Which makes so much sense to me. You might need a backpack, but if it's not a backpack that you'll be using it within the house, don't buy it yet! What's the point? Exactly, what's the point? If you have a perfectly working desktop, but you know that you need a laptop for your work, don't buy the laptop yet. You don't need it yet. So live within your means and live within the urgent priorities of your life right now. And another thing, don't be complacent. Just because you still have money and savings right yes. now, that doesn't mean yes. you will always have money and savings for the next few months and the next few years. So you always have to be vigilant and smart in the way that you handle your finances, pandemic or not. Uh, an interesting thing here just crossed my mind. There's a lot of people that might be listening to this and they live with their parents. Yeah. Wala, pag-asas so, mo lahat sa parents mo, kaya nila yan. Oh, yun, okay na yan. Okay, so... <laughs> uh, do kidding. you think that in this time, they should, you know, use their savings to help out their parents? Or should they keep their savings because their parents are saying, make sure you have that for a rainy day? They should at least what offer. What do you think they should do? <laughs> okay. Okay, I like that. I like Just that. at least offer. I, I feel like uh, we're, we're very lucky. You know, we're very blessed. A lot of our parents, especially Filipino parents, are, are generous parents. They would either, you know, allow you to stay with them as long as you need. They would try to help you out with your needs. They'd much rather have you in the house instead of living in your fancy condo in BGC or QC or wherever. And... If they allow you to do that, then go on ahead and do that. If, for example, you know, you've been independent for the past three years, you've been working in this fancy office in, um, in the metropolitan area, and then all of a sudden you got laid off of work, don't be afraid to actually ask help from your parents, you know? Don't be yes. prideful and just say, na hindi, I'm gonna stay in this fancy condo that I used to be able to pay for with my fancy job and I'll try to figure it out from here. If you have the amazing option of actually having parents who are willing to take you right back in until you find another job that, you could, that could sustain you for this new lifestyle that you've built up for yourself, then go on right ahead and go back home but always try to offer up help that i think that's always like the common courtesy that we should try and do right parts yeah it's kind of like in a date where <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta do the bill dance where it's like oh no 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 i'll pay for it no 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 yes just for for guys we just enjoy it that you you know wanted to try and i think that that's the same way that parents would do it in this type of situation where it's like we we're not gonna make you pay for anything, but just the fact that you went out of the way to say, you know what, I want to be able to help. What can I do to help? 
And if they say, no, it's fine, just help out with the chores, maybe you be the one to do the cooking, or, you know, you try and you walk the dog, <laughs> or something yeah. like that, try and find ways, if your parents are being so gracious enough to, to be able to, you know, support you and put a you know, roof over your head and food on the table, if they don't want any financial support, try and find other ways to make sure that you're kind of doing your part at home. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I love all of the advice that we've we've talked about today, and I love that everyone's been been saying kind of resonating the same ideas here. Uh, like Icky, who says he preaches a lot with minimalism. Um, Dan, who says anything that is on sale but you don't need is still expensive. Um, Hannah, right? It's fifty percent. Fifty percent off still means there's fifty percent yes. on. Yes, like always remember <laughs> exactly. that. Exactly, Hannah, who says I think the best way is to live in simplicity, live within your means, and acknowledge your needs from your wants, which is one of the best advices that I've been living off of since I started my twenties. Um, and LJ, who kind of just repeated what I said earlier, uh, who says, "Basta make sure to at least save twenty percent of your salary." So save the 20% before even starting to pay for the mortgage or your other needs because at least you have that saved already and so many other things that I think you'll really enjoy if you join us in the SOS podcast uh, Facebook group but to kind of encapsulate everything parts for me personally the the smartest way that you could go about your finances especially with this pandemic is to look at it not just as a physical problem but also an emotional and psychological issue sometimes you have to acknowledge that the reason why we keep buying things things that are too expensive things that we don't need or things that make us feel good is because we want to be in control of some area of our life because it feels like every other area is out of our control. That's one. And sometimes you have to acknowledge that it's okay that things feel as if they're out of control and that you don't have to regain that control or that power by buying things and trying to fill this hole or this gap in your heart or in your soul with material things. I know that's hard to accept, but it's really one of those things that I had to realize for myself that I was starting to buy a lot of beauty products, a lot of home products, a lot of unnecessary things because I was trying to fill the hole uh, that that the life that I once had, which had died now, once once occupied. I know that it feels that way for a lot of us. If you're not able to travel, you know, or if you're not able to do the normal things that you used to, you're trying to get that power back and that comfort back by buying material things. And you have to acknowledge right now, that will never give you contentment. These things, good as they may be, can never give you contentment and can never give you happiness. That's something that you have to decide within yourself. I I agree, and I I I don't want this to come out a little uh, negative, but the way that I I look at it is, it's perfect for the name of of the mother podcast that this is. This is about being an adult. When you're a kid, that's when you say, "I want this, and I want that, and I want this," and and despite whatever the situation is, if you wanted a toy you would have done everything to, you know, throwing a, a store up upside down, throwing a fit and all that mm -hmm. until you got it. We are now adults. <laughs> we need to know 
what is important. Yep. What we need to do, especially in this time of age, is to internalize, okay, is buying another TV for the house going to do anything to make my life better aside from adding another TV? Obviously, no. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Live a minimal life, minimalistic life where you know that the peace comes from within and not coming from without. Mm -hmm. If you can make yourself happy and content with what you have in your heart and in your mind, then everything else on top is gravy. Um, and that's where finance comes in because within you, you don't need to spend a single cent to make yourself feel better. Mm -hmm. And if you need to rely on buying something externally to make you feel better, that's when you start to, that's when you need to start to examine the things that are going on inside. That's right. So uh, I think that pretty much encapsulates our, our topic for today parts. You know, live within your means, save as much as you can. And more than anything, we'd love to encourage you guys to help out and share what you have with people who are in need. If you are listening to this yes. podcast right now, uh, we'd like to assume that you are living in a comfortable state of life right now. And so if you have the means to, if you have the capability to just give and share with people who actually need more and go to www.org worldvision.org.ph and sponsor a child now. <laughs> or I don't have anything to plug. Or so there, there's nothing. I got nothing. Through anchor.fm. <laughs> yeah, you can do that too. We need the money too, by the way. <laughs> Freelancers din po kami. <laughs> but thank you once again to everyone who took part in our discussion in the SOS group. And thank yeah. you very much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Until next time, we'll, uh, she's Joy Spring. I'm Aaron Atide. We out. Peace. Bye, and that's it for this episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, go to www.joyspring.com. And if you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash adultingwithjoyspring. I'll talk to you guys soon. Paalam.